0: hello and welcome to the message number five this one is entitled how to stand firm in the faith keep taking the tests hope it's an encouragement to you as you journey with jesus this week so good to be in church today my name is dan and i am the uh, interim minister here at holy cross and i'm here to talk to you today about how to stand firm in your faith. We're in Lent, remember, so it's a time to have a look underneath the bonnet and see maybe a few things that we might need to have a look at. How to stand firm in your faith. We saw Jesus, didn't we, in the gospel passage. He was led into the wilderness. He was led into the wilderness. And we heard from our young people today of Jesus going through three different tests. One around eating. Gosh, I, I think I've got some troubles with that one myself. Um, then there was one about uh, the devil taking Jesus up to the top of the temple, saying, hey, does it say in the Psalms that you, you could go and just fall off and that the angels will carry you? And then we hear of Jesus being sent out to the the mountaintops and again the devil tempting Jesus Jesus each time passed the test for us which is great now he has done that and he's died and rose again for us which is amazing but he wants us to take the tests regularly especially in Lent I know young people hate tests I still have dreams of my GCSEs and A-level tests. I wake up in the middle of the night, thanks go, I don't need to do it. But as Christians, Jesus gives us tests to keep our faith strong. What are the tests? Let me tell you today, in this passage today, Jesus gives us three tests that we have to face because of the world, the devil, and the flesh coming at us from left, right, and centre. We need to keep taking The first test is the risk test. The risk test. We in churches love risk assessments, don't we? We seem to be having risk assessments everywhere. But I want to know whether you've done a risk assessment on your life. The risk test. Jesus was in the desert. He was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And the devil came and he tempted Jesus with bread. In some commentaries, it talks about the stones in the desert where Jesus was in the wilderness. Looks like loaves of bread. If you're, if you're like me and you fast for even one day, I, I could understand. But for 40 days, he must have been so hungry. The risk test. It's linked, isn't it, to our emotions. And I think for us as Christians, we need to remind ourselves, if we're going to stand strong in the faith, we need to keep our emotions in check we need to find those areas that are risky and yes be prepared for it but also challenge ourselves and step out in the faith and take that risk like Jesus did there's a lady called Ruth in the bible Ruth was an amazing lady. It's a great book. It's a short book in the Bible. You could read it in 20 minutes and you could be really quiet, you know. You could brag with your friends and I've read a whole book this week. Yeah, 20 minutes it takes. Okay. Ruth was someone who took the risk test regularly. She had to leave her people and go to a foreign land. It's not always easy what God asks us to do. But Jesus says, I am with you. Keep taking this risk. It's, it's, it's like the, the, the comfort within you needs to break ground for you to grow in your faith. I know my granddad uh, before he passed away he was a Methodist minister and he used to talk to me a lot about and he, he saw especially when I was a teenager um, how I was getting worried about so many things. I say it to our young people but I say it to all of us, our emotions, our feelings They don't always seem to follow where we want them to go. Sometimes you feel like I'm going this way, but my feelings are saying, no, I can't do that. But keep in God's word. Keep reading the Bible. My uh, Methodist minister granddad kept on saying, keep on yourself grounded. Like Jesus was. He counter argued the devil with God's word. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the word of the Lord. The risk test. If we want to stand firm in our faith, we need to keep on, yes, being sure of those things that are dangerous, but stepping out in faith like Jesus did. The second test is the trust test. I wonder if you're holding, if you're listening to this, if you can remember these. The first one is the risk test. The second one is the trust test. Jesus was taken after the devil realised he couldn't um, uh, defeat Jesus on that one. He took Jesus somewhere else. Have you noticed in this passage how the devil kept on going away? He cannot defeat you because of Jesus. It says in the Bible that the devil is like a roaring lion. My friend who used to go to a, a gospel church used to say, The devil is like a mouse with a megaphone. That's all he is. He can't defeat you, but he keeps on coming back to test you. But Jesus is there, remember, all the time, protecting you, loving you, guarding you. Jesus now is with the devil on the tip of the temple. And this test on worship is so important. It's linked to trust. When we grow in our faith, especially in Lent, we need to ask ourselves this question, do we really trust Jesus? Do we really trust him for our life, for our finance, for our health, for our family? Do we trust Jesus? And God is asking us this question today at Holy Cross. Do we trust Jesus for the next steps? In the passage we see the devil saying, why don't you just fall off the, uh, the temple and the, the angels will catch you. It's easy. The devil loves to mix in our thought life. When I say the devil, I'm thinking of the world. I'm thinking of our own thoughts as well. And we get them mixed up. This test on trust is so, so important for us as a church if we're going to go deeper. I was watching um, a film recently called Belfast. I don't know if anyone's seen that film yet. Um, It's quite expensive on iTunes at the moment. But it reminds us of what happened in Northern Ireland in particular. In the, in the 60s, I don't know if anyone remembers uh, Tottenham, Danny Blanche Flower uh, was a big um, um, Northern Ireland um, footballer. And um, anyway, the fight started. And all of a sudden, you see the churches starting to argue both sides. Notice how it is easy for the world, the thoughts, getting into what God wants you to do. Do you trust God? In other words, throughout the film which I was watching, there was this family that had to constantly use their mind. We sometimes forget that, you know, God has given us a mind to use. And to trust Him, we need to use our common sense, we need to look at the counsel of the saints, we need to look at circumstances, we need to look at the way that we feel that God is calling us. Hey Falcon, okay? (laughs) Keep on trusting in Him. There was a man in the Bible, and Falcon may know this man, he's called Abraham. And Abraham, in the Bible, he was doing so, so well. He was walking with God really well, and he was passing all these tests. But then he had to pass this other test. And he thought, shall I trust God, or shall I go another way? And God said to Abraham, 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 I am your great reward. Keep trusting in me. He failed many times, but right at the end, the biggest test, he passed. And God is in the business in your life to keep on telling you, you can pass these tests. You know, I was in uh, London this week, and um, many of you may know, my mother's uh, got a huge um, uh, brain cancer, the size of a, a large like tennis ball in her head, and um, she's only 73, and I guess when I was just walking out of the metro, the tube station, I kind of felt, God, where are you? And I kind of felt, God, do I really trust you in this circumstance? Yes, I can trust you in all these, but can I trust you in this? I came out of the tube, and I've never heard it in the whole of my life. Two people had their guitars, for amplification, in the train station was singing, I'm gonna raise a hallelujah in the storms. I'm gonna raise a hallelujah to Jesus. No matter what happens, I'm gonna keep on going. And it was unbelievable. Every shop I went into at the train station, you could hear it. I don't think everyone else was connected as I was, but I thought, oh my goodness. When we worship God, we see our perspective change from worry to a place of trust. Keep passing the worship test jesus wants us to pass it don't fall for the fact that you're weak and you can't do it yes you can because jesus is with you like abraham like me not as good as abraham i look to jesus keep our eyes on him the risk test the worship test so so important the final test and this is the most important test i believe Jesus come here, Calvin. Nope, okay. <laughs> Jesus was taken to the mountains. Do you notice in this passage how this is going? First of all, he's in the desert. Then he is on the top of the temple. Now he's right out in the mountains. And this test is called what I call the pulpit test. The pulpit test. In other words, what you do in your life... Could you stand in the pulpit on a Sunday morning and share that with people? What I'm saying is, God wants us to grow in our inner life test. Jesus was out on the mountain. No one knew where Jesus was. He could have done a deal with the devil and said, actually, yeah, I'll bow down to you and then you just get out of my my hair. Jesus said, no, go away. Get behind me. The devil left him. Joseph, in the Bible, Joseph is amazing. You think Ruth is short? Well, uh, Joseph's probably thirteen chapters long. Maybe take you an hour. Another book, a powerful book, you could read. And Joseph, he had to pass so many tests in the Bible. He was a young teenager, first of all, and he was now in his twenties or so, and he had to pass tests about. Uh, responsibility, tests on um, on adultery, he, he could have just slept with Potiphar's wife but he said no 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 again and again. The, if you read the Bible it's like dynamite, if you read the Bible it is much more powerful than you think, some really graphic stories in there. And Joseph had to pass that test again and again and again. We had uh, Nicola Denia and I'm linking this with Joseph and Jesus In the wilderness. Bear in mind we're thinking of our hidden life. And Nicola told us: remember, no matter how weak you feel, there's another chance. No matter how many times you fall, you can go again with God. But don't give up on Jesus. Friends, it's so easy, isn't it, in this Christian life, just to put Jesus on the backbone and think, "I I can't get through these inner struggles. I can't help not trusting in God I can't I'm too scared to keep going forward but I want to encourage you that you have got the power within you to do it because of Jesus but also friends I want to tell you you've got this church here and I'm ending with this story here the church here you have friends you're never meant to do faith on your own you're meant to do it together that's why we're here today and I end with the story of a church down in London a church called Holy Trinity Brompton and there was a man there called Big John. I don't know if you ever heard the story before. It was a man called Big John. He was homeless. He was hooked on methadone. He had lost all his teeth, After ten years, completely homeless, completely dishevelled, he came to church with his friend Little John. I don't know. I love to see the story. Big John and Little John, and they came into the church, and they encountered Jesus because of the love of people around them. Because of all the friends that they found and in the the scriptures Big John turned from from Big John to John the Baptist in uh, in the streets when he went back to talk to his homeless friends (laughs) I can see that now not only that there was someone in the church who was a dentist who could sort out his teeth, he lost all his teeth to methadone, he got off methadone there was someone else in the church that had a room for him to sleep in Friends, when we're taking these tests, never feel you're doing this on your own. When you're finding it hard, I, I think I, these, these risks, my emotions, my feelings are so hard to, to hold on to. Talk to someone. When you're finding it really hard, trust God. Why don't you come to church and, 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 or part of a group and in your inner life, keep on giving it to God. Because as Mike pilo once said, we're not in it thinking about the promises, even though there's 3,000 We're in it in following Jesus, the one who loves us to the core. And as Falcon cries, we're going to end our service. (laughs) I I talk now. I'm going to end with a prayer. Let's just be still. Lord, we want to thank you for our young people. We want to thank you for our our children. We want to thank you that you have given us a faith To grow into. We may be 90, we may be 7, but we have a calling to keep on risking stepping out of the boat. We have a calling Lord to keep on trusting in you even when it's hard and you've given us within us, deeply down within us, a calling to live pure and give our inner life to you like Joseph, like you did Jesus. Help us keep passing the test together as a family. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's say the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen.